Space, the final frontier. This is the Observer's Notebook, the official podcast of the Association of American Planetary Observers. Its mission to explore the solar system, to seek out new observations and data, to boldly go where no podcast has gone before. And now the host of the Observer's Notebook, Tim Robertson. Hello and welcome to the Observer's Notebook, the official podcast for the Association of Lunar and Planetary Observers. I am Tim Robertson, your host of this podcast, and also the coordinator of the training program within the organization. The Association of Lunar and Planetary Observers is an international organization devoted to the study of the sun, the moon, the planets, asteroids, meteors, and comets. Our goals are to stimulate, coordinate, and generally promote the study of these bodies using methods and instruments that are available to the communities of both amateur and professional astronomers. The Association of Lunar Planetary Observers collects and analyzes observations of various solar system bodies and associated phenomena and publishes detailed reports concerning these bodies in its quarterly publication, The Journal of the Association of Lunar Planetary Observers also lovingly known as the Australian Astronomer. The Association of Lunar Planetary Observers maintains many individual observing sections and programs devoted to the studies of the solar system bodies and phenomenon. Each is managed by one or more coordinators that collect and study submitted observations. You can visit us on the internet at www.alpo-astronomy.com Org. That again, www.alpo-astronomy.org. Now, on to the Observer's Notebook. All right, I'd like to welcome everybody back to the podcast. Our guest today is Frederick Pilcher. He's the coordinator for the Minor Planet section of the ALPO. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Uh, why don't you give everybody a little background about yourself, where you're located, occupation, observing equipment, and things like that. Uh, I'm currently located in Las Cruces, New Mexico, where I do uh, asteroid research, specifically CCD uh, photometry and light curve analysis, uh, purpose being to find the rotation periods of asteroids, basically, and uh, if an elongated asteroid uh, rotates, its brightness will go up and down twice with each rotation. So I merely need to time the interval between several hundred rotations and uh, rotational cycles, and I get get the period. Uh, now, if the asteroid is irregular, it shows up too as irregularities in the light curve. I've been doing this for nine and a half years, but I've been associated with the minor planet section ever since. It was founded by Richard Hodgson back in 1973. I'm a charter member. Oh, okay. And what type of observing equipment do you have? I use a 14-inch Mead uh, LX200 GPS uh, with a fork uh, mount. Uh, fork mount is useful if you're going to study the same object all night long. You don't have problems associated with the meridian flip. And I use SBIG uh 1001 ECCD with uh, MPO connections and Canopus uh, software to control the telescope and CCD and to uh, analyze the data once I have them. 
Okay. How did you get involved with the ALPO? Um, in 1968, I devised a method of observing asteroids. It was uh, to distinguish them from uh, field stars. Uh, I used the then recently produced uh, Hans Varenberg Atlas of the Sky that goes down to 13, 14 magnitude. So uh, if I get the, if I know the position of the asteroid, I can look for it in the visual field of the telescope. The object uh, not on the uh, chart is probably the asteroid, and then I wa follow it for a few days and make sure it's moving the way it, it's supposed to. Uh, I'm not sure I'm the first person to devise this method. Uh, I, I certainly did it in, independently. I published briefly in a long defunct uh, astronomy magazine, and Richard Hodgson picked up on it. And in 1973, he probably independently came to the same conclusions as I did, founded the Minor Planet Section, invited me and some other observers to join. Hmm. So what kind of equipment do you suggest uh, for those that want to contribute to the Minor Planet Section? Well, you'd probably need a 12 or 14-inch telescope or larger with a good CCD camera. It helps to have a camera with a wide field of view. You have more comparison stars in the field that way. The MPO, Canopus, and Connection Suite are excellent for uh, uh, analyzing asteroids. They're uh, made by a veteran asteroid observer, Brian Warner, who's also a highly skilled computer programmer, and uh, particularly suited for the types of observations that I do. Okay. And I think a lot a lot of other people certainly use the uh, Canopus uh, uh, image processing uh, software. Now, is the Canopus software used for making your light curves? Yes. Okay, so you just you, you take the data from the CCD imager and put it into the Canopus and it does all the calculations for you? Oh, I have to guide it through certain steps, but it, it does all the calculating. Okay. How many current contributors do you have in the Minor Planet section? Uh, in the last year, the Minor Planet Bolton has had over 100 uh, people who've uh, made uh, contributions from all over the world. Over 100? Yes. Wow. Okay. Um, that's, that's quite a lot. <laughs> well, there's so many asteroids to work on that there's enough work for hundreds of observers to keep us busy for decades. That's true. That's true. Um, have there been significant observations or discoveries made in the time you've been involved? Well, uh, I do not personally discover new asteroids. I uh, take uh, uh, asteroids whose positions are well known. They were discovered many years ago, but we don't know anything about them and uh, try to figure out their um, uh, their rotation periods and uh, their their shapes. Uh, mm -hmm. To discover them, well, in the between 1990 and 2000, roughly, was a, a very good time for amateurs to discover new asteroids. Then the professional programs, linear, Catalina Sky Survey, and so forth, uh, just uh, overwhelmed them with the quantity of, uh, of observations they were getting. Nowadays, every asteroid bright enough to be seen in medium-sized telescopes has already been found, except for the Earth approachers, and even the Earth approachers, the uh, uh, sky, that's what the sky surveys are for, to catch them on their way in. Hmm. Uh, are, is there much professional and amateur collaboration? In oh, yes, the, uh, the 
uh, amateur professional collaboration is very good, particularly in my own field of uh, uh, photometry. I routinely uh, correspond via emails with uh, top professionals in the field. Okay, and work with any of the spacecrafts that are going by the various asteroid missions and things like that? Well, uh, when a spacecraft goes by, it produces so much more information that uh, we can get from the ground that uh, we go to other targets. Okay, where, where are the observations published? Just in the journal, or do you have a separate... Uh, they're published in the Minor Planet Bulletin. Okay, well, and where's... You can get that on... Uh, www.minorplanetobserver.com, where uh, individual uh, digital issues can be downloaded. Okay. All right. And the link for that I'll put on the uh, on the show notes. That's great. Uh, you well, go you... to the call website. Uh, you got to click on on the call, and then they have a, uh, a lot of different categories on that. One of which is Minor Planet Bulletin downloads. Okay, I'll look for that. Thank you very much. What do you well, see for the future of the minor planet section? Uh, there's a lot yet to be done. So I'd say that, uh, as I told you before, we got enough work to keep us busy for many years. Now, do you? how do you select what minor planets you're going to do an observing program on? Uh, also available on the uh, www.minorplanetobserver.com is the Asteroid Light Curve Database, which lists the rotation period, the amplitude of the uh, brightness variation, and the reliability of that. Because there are many uh, times it's a, uh, the data are insufficient to get a secure period. So Not I enough. will just peruse this list and uh, uh, find uh, asteroids that are bright enough for me to observe that need more work done on them. That's very good. What's the limited magnitude you you try to do uh, Normally, I can I can go to 15 without much trouble. I have gone as faint as 16 when the amplitude is fairly large and uh, if the error bars on the individual uh, observations are still small compared with the total amplitude, I can get good results. So you're you're in New Mexico, so you have dark skies. I mean, I'm in New Mexico and I have fairly fairly dark skies where I live, and uh, it really helps to have a lot of a lot of clear weather too. That's great. Is there any other additional information you'd like to share? Um, I've covered about uh, all the field that I can think of. Is there anything else you'd like to talk about, please do. No, I think you pretty much hit the nail on the head with the minor planet section. I really appreciate it. How can everybody get a hold of you? Um, you can get a hold of me through email, fpilcher35 at gmail.com. Okay. Well, Frederick, thank you very much for being on the podcast. I appreciate it. Well, thank you for the invitation. It's been my pleasure. Right. Thank you. Well, that'll do it for this episode of the Observer's Notebook Podcast. I again want to thank our guest, Frederick Pilcher, for joining us to talk about the Minor Planet section. Reminder, we upload a new episode of the Observer's Notebook every few weeks. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, and if you do, please rate and review us. I really do appreciate it. You can also listen to us on SoundCloud. The link for that is in the show notes. This podcast is not self-sufficient financially. We depend upon donations from you, our listeners, to keep it alive. You can help support this podcasting by donating to it via Patreon. 
You can donate as little as $1 a month, and every little bit helps. The cost just for the online hosting site is $15 a month. The link for Patreon, as well as the link for the ALPO, is available in the show notes. You can contact me via email at cometman at cometman.net or on Twitter at timrobertson56. You can find the ALPO on the internet at www.alpo-astronomy.org. You can also find the ALPO on Facebook by searching ALPO Astronomy. Reminder, the ALPO is an international organization devoted to the study of the sun, moon, planets, asteroids, meteors, and comets. Our goals are to stimulate, coordinate, and generally promote the study of these bodies using methods and instruments that are available within the communities of both amateur and professional astronomers. Until next time, my hope is you always have clear and steady skies. Thank you for listening.